everyone, I'm Brittany, your host, and welcome to my library. Welcome to another episode in the podcast. Sorry about not posting last week. Life has been really difficult lately, and it was just really getting to me, But I, so I skipped last week, but I'm doing okay. I'm doing... Um, everything's fine. There's just a lot going on and it's just a little overwhelming sometimes. But I'm happy to be here today recording and there's a lot of books that I want to talk about. I wanted to share my most anticipated reads of this new year. There are so many books coming out this year and I'm really excited to read them. They're all coming out around the same time, too. I feel like that's, like, what happens on purpose is a bunch of publishers will release a group of books around the same time, like, usually right before spring, right before winter. I think it's a good marketing system. Honestly, like, right before summer, a lot of books will come out, and then, you know, people have off school, they have more time to read, and so they'll, you know, push out books that have like those summer vibes and then they'll push out more books during like Halloween for like thrillers and then books near like the holiday season so that people can add those books to their wish lists and you know get those books for the holidays but regardless I'm very excited for all of these books and I really can't wait to read them I feel like the the group of books that are coming out this year are just going to be so good and I haven't been this excited for like a group of book releases in a long time so yeah I'm excited to share but right now um let me tell you what I'm currently reading it's called um Sorcery of Thorns by Margaret Rogerson This is like a fantasy YA standalone about an apprentice at a magical library and she has to save her kingdom from um, sorcerers and I am enjoying it. It got really good reviews and I have been really into fantasy lately and um, yeah, I feel like this book is really good. It's very like whimsical and very like lyrical like the writing is very like lyrically written and if you've ever read the um like I'm trying to think of the series name the first book is A Winter's Promise if you've ever read that book series by Christelle Debeau um it seems like it's very similar to that kind of storytelling to me where it's just very like descriptive and like lyrically written but um yeah I've been enjoying it it's definitely like it's YA but I feel like it's still a mature read just because of the like descriptive reading like the reading level is quite high even if it is a YA book so but anyway I'm really enjoying it and we'll see how I feel about it when I'm done and I can't wait to share my reading wrap-up this month. I'll probably, that video or that um, podcast will come out next week. Um, But I read so many really great books this month and I might be, I might record 
that episode right after I record this one just because I am so excited and I just need to get it out of my system, but we'll see. Um, But yeah, let's get into the episode. Okay, so I have like seven or eight books that I want to share with you. All of these books that I'm going to share have been on my most anticipated to read list for a long time. Whether I have been waiting for the next book in the series or I just love everything that like the specific author writes and will read anything that they come out with or just like the premise of the book sounds really interesting. I'm just really excited to read and I'm, I don't know, I feel like I'm a very excitable person and a lot of things will make me like squeal with delightful glee. I was that kid who would always be so impatient when it was Christmas or if I had like a play date with a friend or literally anything exciting that I had to wait for. I just like jump around, couldn't sleep, couldn't eat, like I just couldn't stand waiting. I was just so excited for it to be happening. And so being a bookworm is good because, you know, I don't have to struggle with that at all. It's not like I have to wait a year for a book to come out and just sit in waiting anticipation until that, you know, comes to be. But anyway, (laughs) so the first book that I'm super excited to read is Happy Place by Emily Henry. Emily Henry has written Beach Read, People We Meet on Vacation, and Book Lovers. I love these books so much. They have all been like five stars to me, and I just love the writing style of Emily Henry. And the characters, they just feel like actual people. They're never flat, They, or like they never feel like a character. It's like they feel like an actual person. It's personal. And the things that they go through feel so real, and I really like that. And the banter that she writes between the characters is so witty and funny. When I was reading Book Lovers, I would just laugh out loud at the conversations between like Nora and Charlie, the two main characters. It was just like a funny book. Plus, like the romance is just so good, and you really like are on the edge of your seat, like just squealing and you know trying to like just you're pining for them to be together and it's just really good um but the premise for happy place is about a couple who broke up months ago but they pretend to still be together for their annual week-long vacation with their friend group their names are harriet and Wynne, which i absolutely love i love those names I love the way that Emily Henry picks the names of her main characters. Like in Beach Read, the main characters are Augustus and January. And in People We Meet on Vacation, the names of her characters are Alex and Poppy. And then in Book Lovers, it's Nora and Charlie, and then Harriet and Wynn. I just love that so much. I love those names. I feel like that's so creative. The cover is bright pink, and it's so cute. Like, the book cover of this book is so cute. This book comes out in early April, and I cannot wait for it to come out. 
Um, the next book I am not so patiently waiting for is Gold by Raven Kennedy. This will be the fifth and final book in the Plated Prisoner series. If this book is not at least 1,000 pages long, then I'm going to be laid down. I just don't want this series to end. I'll talk about this more in my monthly wrap-up video because I read two books in a row and the ending of the fourth book was just it was the biggest cliffhanger in the world I couldn't I can't believe I have to wait until June to find out what happens and I finished it and I just went oh my gosh I have to wait I can't just go read the next book and it was very sad. I feel like I should have waited for the last book to come out. But I am so glad that I read this series anyway. The premise of these books, and I've talked about them before, but um, this girl, Orin, has been kept in a cage for 10 years. Her skin is gold. Her hair is gold. She is like King Midas's favored saddle, just like sex worker, basically. And if you know who Midas is, then he was a Greek mythology tale where King Midas was able to turn everything he wanted into gold, and that ultimately led to his downfall. So this story is loosely based off of that. Orin has been gold her entire life, and so she lives in the safety of her gilded cage and is protected by Midas, who favors her over everyone else because she's the gold-touched saddle, but, you know, not all, not everything that glitters is gold, and then, you know, stuff starts happening, and Orin starts kind of thinking for herself, but this book series was so good, and I really recommend it to everyone. It is adult fantasy, like, it is adult fantasy. So, if you are younger than 18, maybe wait until you're older to read it. Even if you, like, are 18, maybe wait until <laughs> you're a little older to read it. But the last one is, the the fourth book is definitely the spiciest, I guess. Um, the first two books are not at all. And then the third and fourth one get pretty pretty smutty but yeah I you know you just read through skip over the chapters or do whatever you know you just skim over them as best you can but the last one is gold and I better be a happy ending because I couldn't bear if it wasn't Orin deserves everything good and if she doesn't get a happy ending then I'll be upset because that's what she deserves and I'm so excited for June to finally read this book the next one is A Day of Fallen Night by Samantha Shannon. This is another one that I've been incredibly excited to read. This is a prequel of sorts to The Priory of the Orange Tree, which is one of my favorite books of all time. This new book is set, I think, a thousand years before the events of what happens in Priory. I have been waiting for this book for like two years. I think it came out in 2019 and I read it in 2020. Wait, no, 2019. 
No, I didn't. I read it in 2021. But it's been a while since um, any news have has come out about this book. So I'm so excited. It comes out in February. And I, I just think like, okay, next month I will have this book in my hands. And I, f- I see a lot of like book talk creators. They get like arcs of books with an arc is advanced readers copy and publishers will send arcs to like reviewers or um, like people in the book community who have a big following and they will give them an arc to read their book early and then give a review to kind of gain momentum and a following for the for the new book that's going to come out and so I see a lot of you can request an arc but I don't have a big enough following to be accepted but anyway so a lot of the the book talkers but tubers that I follow they have um read this book and they said that it's like just as amazing as Priory and it's also like a huge book thick and big and I am super excited to read it I can't wait it's just so good like it's a classic fantasy build of like the dragons and the magic systems like in order for an author to be able to do that in one book while also like keeping plot moving building plot building suspense not getting characters confused which I know some fantasy authors have trouble doing and like keeping everybody their separate like ways and then like having the build-up of the plot while just like still world building like you feel like it's just the the most talented authors are only able to do that and Samantha Shannon is one of those authors and she's just incredible and I can't wait to read this next book I just love this series I hope that she keeps writing books and set in this world even if it's not really a series because I feel like she wants to keep these books more as like standalones but I am just really excited for everything to happen and see meet the new characters and see what happens and see how it kind of affects like what happened to make the the premise and priory you know so anyway another fantasy that I am so freaking excited to read is Crescent City 3 by Sarah J Mass this it says that it will be out this year though we don't have a title we don't have a cover and we don't have a, a specific date. I don't know why that word is so hard for me to say. But I am hoping that it comes out later this year. It will continue the series and the wild ending of what happened in the last book, House of Sky and Breath. I know that I'm going to be sobbing reading this book. There have been so many theories about what's going to happen and who's going to die and what, like everything like who's going to happen like what's going to be brought into the to the story and how like everything is going to work like if you've read the house of sky and breath if you've read this series at all then 
I'm just, you know, you see all of the the questions that people are asking and like theories about how she's going to bring this series all together and who is going to show up from the books. And I'm just so excited. I love Sarah J. Mass. I love her books and I'm so excited to read more of them. And I've made I'm making my friends read A Court of Thorns and Roses and I'm making my I made my sister read Throne of Glass and she's already on the second book like halfway through the second book and I'm I know that they wouldn't really like Crescent City but I want to be able to tell them anyways like oh my gosh and then this happens in Crescent City and it's all just gonna be so amazing and I'm so excited but yeah, I'm super excited for Crescent City 3. I am definitely going to devour it in two days. But I, you know, I just want, I want everyone in the book to be okay. I don't want anyone, any of like my favorite characters to die. I know that some of them, like that's probably going to be what happens. And... I hope that some of the things kind of get cleared up, like maybe some changes will be made. I remember in House of Sky and Breath, there were like four or five characters that all had age names, but they were like code names. So like one was the hind, one was the hound, and there's other ones that I can't really remember, but they were all like the same, like the hind hound the harpy that was one of them and it got so confusing to be honest so I feel like I had I remember like writing down like okay the hind is this person we don't know who this person is yet but that's a different character okay this person is connected to this person like the harpy is this and I was just a little confused so I hope that uh it's cleared up a little bit more and I might have to just keep writing it down or maybe though she'll just write them with their real names now instead of their code names because we know who they are now but I can't wait for this book the new covers of throne of glass are set to come out next month and I'm really really excited for them I feel like there's a lot of controversy on how they look some people feel like it's too it looks too sci-fi for the vibes of the book I do kind of agree I love the new covers but I feel like they give off a different vibe of what the story is but I I don't know I do think they are like beautiful and I like them better than the old covers with like Selena on the front of the books but I don't know. We'll have to see. I haven't seen them like in real life or anything, but I do like the new covers. I think they're prettier and I would rather have those on my bookshelves than the original covers. I know that's not a popular opinion, but that's how I feel. (laughs) Um, Another book that I'm really, really excited for is Final Offer by Lauren Asher. This is the last book for the Dreamland Billionaires series. 
Um, I've talked about it before. Lauren Asher was the one who also wrote the Dirty Air series with the F1 racing. And so the Dreamland billionaires are three brothers and their grandfather was like the was kind of like Walt Disney. That's their who their grandfather was, except in the books it's not like Disneyland, it's Dreamland. And anyways, but the grandfather he dies and in his will he leaves some uh yes, he leaves things for the three grandsons and so uh, the fine prince, he leaves like some conditions that he has to go through in order to receive his inheritance, and that's his storyline. And then there's terms and conditions, and uh, he has to go through certain terms and conditions to get the CEO job of his, his grandfather's job. He has to go through things to in order to get that. And they all lead to romance. And his grandfather designed it that way. The second one, he has to get married and get his wife pregnant in a year. And he will get his inheritance and be able to be the CEO. And the third book, the premise for that is he has to like get back together with his ex-girlfriend. I think that's the plot line. But the, oh, and he has to, like, stop partying and get back together with his ex-girlfriend. And then he can get his inheritance and his, like, job role. But I'm really excited to see how that's going to go. I feel like, um, I don't know, it could either be really good or really bad. I saw this video of this girl who had the copy of it, and it is a huge book. It looks ginormous. So I'm wondering if, like, there's a couple epilogues or, like, um, with the whole series or, like, with all of the point of views with the other brothers or if it's all just going to be about the, the last brother and then the love interest. I don't know, but I'm really excited for this last book. I love Lauren Asher so much. I will read anything she writes. Um, the last one that I want to talk about is Daisy Hates, The Great Undoing by Jessa, by Jessa Hastings. This book has already come out. It came out in December, I think. It came out while I was in Colorado, I'm pretty sure. So I haven't um, read it. I haven't had the opportunity to read it, read it. And when I was like looking up the books to make for this podcast episode, I was looking up the Daisy Hates and I like I hadn't realized that it already came out. I, I thought it was supposed to come out at the end of January. But yeah, the book's already out and I'm really excited to read it. I love that universe with the Magnolia Parks universe. I feel like it's just a good like if you like Gossip Girl, then if you like Gossip Girl and if you like Chuck and Blair, then this is a great series for you. I love Chuck and Blair and their whole like on again, off again, toxic relationship. But then like they finally work out. I love the Gossip Girl vibes and this book just has it made with the Gossip Girl vibes in like prestigious London, Europe and there's like some mafia involved and I don't know I just thought it was really good 
I really like this series, and I'm excited to keep reading with the fourth book. And um, a couple other books that I have been looking forward to that they're... Oh, there's one last book I almost forgot. It is um, House of Roots and Ruin by Erin A. Craig. This is like the sequel to House of Salt and Sorrow. I read this book. I read House of Salt and Sorrows in 2020. It was like my first like thriller I don't know, horror kind of vibes read. I loved it. It was so good. And then I read Erin A. Craig's new book that came out the next year called Small Favors. And that book creeped me out so bad, but it was so good. But it it was a little disturbing, but it was really good. I'm not one for thriller books. I don't like scary thriller reads. I don't really like disturbing what's going on like books at all um but Erin A. Craig yeah I I like her books a lot and she's coming out with House of Roots and Ruin later this year probably closer to like fall I am really excited for that book sometimes I look up authors who haven't written books in a while that I like and I will see if they're like coming out with a new book soon or whatever. And I do that every so often for Erin A. Craig because it has been a year or two, like maybe a little over a year since she's come out with the book. And then I saw this one that's going to come out, House of Roots and Ruin. And I'm super excited for it. The premise for A House of Salt and Sorrows was like a creepy... 12 Dancing Princesses retelling where the main character like all of her sisters keep dying and they don't know what's going on but like it seems like one by one her sisters are dying and she's her family's been in mourning for like the past three five years and then all of a sudden like these weird things start going on and her her new stepmother is pregnant but it seems like creepy and then like her she starts seeing people seeing things and then these men keep coming and like wisping their sisters her sisters away to go dancing at night and they come back like a little dazed and confused but like they're just stuck in like this trance and I thought it was so good I love this book so much I just thought like wow this book is like it's got everything like the romance it's got the scary vibes like it's got the fantasy and I love the 12 dancing princesses so yeah I'm really excited for it I listened to it on audio I got it off of uh Libby and I listened to it but then I got the book after I finished because I loved it so much. Yeah, I'm really excited for House of Roots and Ruin. I think it's going to be so good. I hope it's going to be good. I hope it's not going to be like a forced sequel that's not really good. I'm holding out hope because Erin A. Craig is a good writer and I feel like it'll work. I feel like I hope that it'll work. But yeah, anyways, a couple of other books that I was saying that I wanted to read, I bought them for my Kindle yesterday it's what lies beyond the veil i forget the author's name 
Um, but that book has been on my reading list for a long time and it was pretty cheap on the Kindle. So I thought, why not? I'll read it. And it has like one new book. It has a sequel and I think the third book is either out or almost out. But I'm really excited for that to come out um, or to just read that on my Kindle. And then I also have A Thousand Boy Kisses. And I forget the author to this book as well. Um, but I'm, I've heard really good things about A Thousand Boy Kisses and that it's like really sad. I feel like it was kind of similar to like Archer's Voice or something, which I haven't read either. But I heard they're really sad books. So I love sad books and I love to cry during sad books. And so I'm excited to read that one and see what it's about. It was like $2.99 on the Kindle. So I thought, hey, why not? So yeah. But anyways, those are the books that I am most excited to read and come out this year. I hope you guys enjoyed. And if you have any books that you're excited for, to come out this year and read then let me know and we can talk about it together i have my tiktok account and my instagram if you want to go see what's up on there i'm trying to get my podcast on apple podcasts but i'm not sure really how to do that yet or if i have to like pay to get it on there but I'm trying to figure it out, so I'll let you know if I'm able or not. But yeah, this um, was a fun episode to record, so thanks for listening, and I will see you all next week. Thank you for coming to my library. Bye! Bye.